Actually, what you just heard was a song entitled Midnight Driver by Minako Yoshida from the wonderful Pacific Breeze, Japanese City Pop AOR and Boogie, 1976 to 1986 on Light in the Attic label. Came out in 2019, but I just got it. City Pop has never been my main thing, of course. We're trying to cover all kinds of stuff here. You should get this record. You probably have this record already. Before that, Kitty with Charlotte from the record spit. January of 2000 was when that came out. And the record seems to be out of print. I had to buy it used. The band is still active. They've put out many records, but that I would say that's their their classic. But not that easy to get. I mean it's streaming, of course. Before that you heard Mono Lord. I'm staying home single from 2021. And you also heard a little intro there that I spent way too much time on. Tried to extract that little vocal ad lib by the lovely Rika Ishikawa from the song Renai Revolution 21. And turns out there's a lot more going on in the background than I thought there was. And I tried to isolate it, but it didn't quite work. I wasn't, I'm not super happy with how that turned out, but uh, there it is. And we're actually going back to the February episode before that. Um, because there was no talking in that episode. Before Mono Lord, you heard Uchine Koko. Uchuneko Koko. What am I saying? Uchuneko Koko. Space kitten. Like a raspberry. From the, uh, what is that? Kimi no Yoni Ikiretara. If I could live like you, if I could live like you, on Bandcamp. I'm on Bandcamp. Before that, World Eaters running up that hill. Kate Bush cover. This is from the February episode. The uh, Grinding Advanced, not Advanced, Grinding Advance EP, which came out in 2021, June 2021. That came out. Um, I got this on the anti-recommendation, anti-recommendation of Phil from uh, Phil's Breakfast Metal. Uh, he recommended this band. Uh, solo project, uh, bolt thrower influenced, heavily bolt thrower, bolt thrower influence. And uh, he said the Kate Bush cover was a little too much, so I immediately had to go and check that out. And it's a little bit, it's a little much. But that's kind of what this show is all about. Before that, Zeke Kujira with the uh, Smile 
S-U-M-I-L-E. Sumile. Not S-U-M-A-I-R-U, which would be the way you would spell out, you would romanize the the word smile. So I'm not sure what word that is supposed to be. I'm not, it's a play on words. I don't have the physical release on that one, so I'm not sure. Exactly. I think I got it on Amazon. They had the, the MP3s on Amazon. I'm not sure what actually made me go and get that band in the first place because I don't have any of the records. I don't know anything about that band. I guess they must have some videos. But they don't have a video for that one. I guess that was the only one available. You can get the C the CD is like $50 on Discogs. And you can order from CD Japan, but it's really... The shipping is ridiculous. I spent $80 on this. I got the... Deep River. It's lovely. It's it's incredible. It's an incredible record. The vinyl is very nice. The packaging is with two two LPs. They put it on two LPs, but it was eighty dollars after the the shipping. And they act, they actually charged me more. They actually charged me extra after they after they charged me the first time. It was like seventy five dollars. I was like, holy crap. This better be worth it. And then they, they sent me an email. I was like, we got we to gotta charge you more money. The shipping keeps going up. And I, I feel like that's their problem. I feel like they got to eat that one. But I'm in too deep. And I just went with it. I'm in too deep. I'm in the deep river. I would, uh, I would be more re- regrettable about being in the deep river. But uh, it's rough out there. I don't know. Maybe it's better to be in here in the deep river inside the realm of eternal midnight before that uh sarkator purgatory unleashed from the other thing on Bandcamp. not everything is on Bandcamp, but so much is the visions of purgatory ep which they had on cassette but i didn't that was the february 2020 Oh, Valentine's Day. That was a Valentine's Day release. It's a romantic. Uh, romantic song there. Purgatory Unleashed. Which doesn't sound as horrible as like Hell Unleashed. If you think about it. But I guess it's not Hell Unleashed. It'll be a little, little cliche. Before that, uh, Haru Namori. Haru Namori. Haru saying that fast it doesn't help heart of gold demo heart of gold and i've been waiting for the actual non-demo version of this to come out the demo if you've been looking for this this came out on Bandcamp as a uh wasn't a promo it was like a uh, benefit i think it was like a blm type benefit thing that she put on Bandcamp. this one song and then she did she it's deleted from Bandcamp, so you cannot get it from Bandcamp. If you've, if you've been trying to get a copy of that, good luck uh, untangling that from the mix, because I overlapped the beginning and the ends on that pretty good. Uh, mouse on the Keys before that. Did I really do that? I put Mouse on the Keys and then Harun and Murray? Did I really do that? <sighs> hmm. That seems like a mistake. Afterglow. Name of the song from the Out of Body album 2017 
Mouse and the Keys is like kind of a jazz fusion project, really. Mostly instrumental. The name of the show is J-Pop vs. Metal, if you weren't familiar with that. My name is Jim. And uh, we're playing all sorts of music from Japan. It's not really just J-Pop, strictly speaking. J-Pop being a very specific type of pop music from the 1990s. Really a subgenre of Europop. It's not exactly directly from American pop. But that's more information than you need. This program does not need to be explained, really. Just go with it. Free yourself from the confines of genre specificity. Last sacrament before that, emergence of opposites. From the Maniacal Meditations EP, 2013. Where are they from? Florida? They're from Florida. Nene, a song from Japanese rapper Nene, not to be confused with Mongolian rapper Nene, female rapper. Uh, two, two different female rappers. I think they both put it all in caps as well. A song which some would have you believe is entitled Make It. Which may or may, may not be the actual title. May not be what they're actually saying in the chorus. It also features a witch, the other. Well, not the other, another. There's, some, there's, many, there's many female rappers in Japan at the moment. So many. Sluggage before that 20th century schizoid man the King Crimson cover King, King Crimson cover Of course I'm a little tongue-tied today I don't have I'm out of practice. I'm out of practice from doing this from slug life volume one EP of all covers Sludge metal I guess they're sludge metal sludge death metal Slug themed it's a little weird. It's a little weird I mean, the concept is weird to begin with. It's a slug-themed uh, sludge metal band. And then they do a song. They did, they did an EP of covers, which have nothing to do with slugs. Nothing to do with slugs at all. So, I don't, did they sell out? I don't know. I don't think, that was from 2012? Wow, wow, man. That was, <laughs> oh, yikes. EPO, Endless Valentine, before that, the Night Tempo edit from the Night Tempo album. Night Tempo has many albums now. And we'll probably hear from that new one. This is from the Japanese pop edit. Night Tempo is doing more uh, original stuff now. Started as just a remix project. Doing this uh, actually from South Korea. But he mostly remixes J-pop. And that was one that you heard. And before that, you heard 5X with Night Train. 5X was the original band of uh, Carmen Maki. Uh, that was from the uh, Warui Yume single, 
that's that was the b-side that was the b-side of the single which has a great cover that i had to paste into the little thing there can't find that one what is that going for that's going for oh 35 dollars. i should buy that i should just buy that just to have it it's a great cover it's only please don't buy that i'm not going to buy that right now if you could not buy that you could buy it and send it to me i have a p.o box email me you can email me at uh, uh jim Hocko at gmail works there was a J there was a j-pop versus metal email that no one has emailed just use jim Paco at gmail it doesn't matter i'm trying to make i'm trying to simplify this whole process so things actually get done um Up next, I've got a different, uh, trying a new thing here. Uh, there's not supposed to be, uh, this is like an ad-free thing, but we're trying a new thing here. We've got like, um, it's like a public service announcement, I guess. Um, and I'm just supposed to, let's say, um, let's not get into whether money has exchanged hands on this or, or, uh, or whatnot. Um, well, let's just play it. Let's just play it. I haven't heard it. Um, they're just going to put it in here. They're just going to put it in here, and then I'll come. We'll play that, and they'll come back, and uh, then we'll continue with some more music. And um, should I go back? Let's just do that. Yeah. <laughs> 
You just heard Echo Droid, a Vaporwave producer who is not Japanese. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to fix this uh, microphone here. Um, he's not Japanese as far as I can tell. The song is called Underground. The album is called Dematerialize. came out in 2021. The label is Business Casual, which maybe is Japanese, as far as I can tell. Don't know for sure. Nocturnus before that with Climate Controller from the Thresholds album 92. Although that was the full dynamic range version. Did you, did you dig the crazy dynamics on that track very dynamic before that you heard me back announcing the playlist from the previous episode which is unusual but it happens um, it did happen one time before don't worry about it there was a serious mistake in that uh back announcing um, I left out the song Hikikumore by Ilsa from the 2018 album Corpse Fortress uh, that was right after the uh, Mouse on the Keys track I also forgot to tell you the album uh, Mouse on the Keys album Out of Body from uh, 2017 which is a less serious mistake um before that, you heard me back announcing the first set, which is not unusual. That's normal. It's what's supposed to happen, and it is what happened. I'm sure of it. Uh, before that, you heard. Um, I'm just. I'm just assuming that you're listening to the all the episodes in sequence. You heard me mispronouncing the word duvet in the previous. Uh, episode uh, from January that was two episodes ago and also in that uh, episode I believe I had a little uh, speech it might have not been in that episode if, if, if I'm wrong on that fact I'm not going to leave it alone because we're going we're to get into it all right um I said I wasn't going to go back and correct mistakes from the previous episodes and there's a couple reasons for that first of them First, first of all, I am in therapy, and I realize that, you know, not everyone is just hanging on every word that I say, ready to point out my, my mistakes, and if I say something a little bit wrong, it's not going to haunt me for the rest of my life. That's not a real thing, right? Um, that's, what, that's what they say. That's what they say. Um, some of them. Some, some of them say that. Um, but, oh, the reason for that, the second reason, is because... You can go to the the website J-pop versus metal. If I happen to uh, make a mistake, like leaving out the uh, back announcing the incorrect uh, playlist, for example, um, you can go to the website J-pop versus metal .com. You can go to the the post, the uh, correct episode that you're inquiring about, and, and you, you will see the correct thing. But in that in the case you just heard. A few minutes ago remember that that was fun that was that was good times the times were simpler then before i started the sentence and um it'll be the correct playlist on the i'm ensuring that the playlist on the website is correct i was reading the playlist 
off of the website, and that's why the mistake was made. And that's not excusable. And also another thing that is inexcusable, because I had said something about, you know, I say things and you take them out of context and maybe it sounds wrong or horrible or something like that. But if you listen to the whole thing, I think it makes sense. But in some cases, that is not the case. And in one case that stands out in my mind, no one brought this up to me. It was my own brain. My own brain was like, wait a minute, didn't you say something about this? And wasn't that like totally incorrect? Yes. Actually, I said in some episode long ago, I said the words Bay Area bullshit. I said those three words in order. No reason for it. I mean, I thought there was a reason for it, right? Um, now, in a show with the word metal in the title, unless the name of the show is I don't like metal very much, it doesn't make any sense to say those three words in that order, right? But I was actually going on some long digression about ska music. And the thing about ska music is, anytime you bring up third wave ska from the 90s, and I was comparing third wave ska from the 90s to something that no one really calls fourth wave ska, but I was calling for fourth wave ska from Japan in the 2000s. It was a thing that happened. It was brief, so no one really wasn't quite a wave. But there is the uh, Tokyo Ska Paradise Orchestra. They're still around. They do their thing, but it's, it's one band. Um, and they were in the Olympics last year. I forgot to mention... They were part of the Olympic ceremony. I mean, it was supposed to be perfume and all that stuff, but uh, and, uh, Sheena Ringo, that would have been maybe more uh, notable, but it wasn't. They're a good band. And whenever someone brings up third wave ska, they always bring up Real Big Fish. And this is annoying to me because I'm trying to talk about the bands that I liked, uh, the Toasters, Bim Scalabim, these type of bands from the East Coast mostly that um, had a different sound and they didn't really make it big on MTV but they were important to me and someone tries to bring up this and they're not they're not a terrible band Real Big Fish if, I, I had that one record called I think it was called Turn the Radio Off I think that wasn't that their hit record that got them a lot of radio play 90s were weird man anyway um, and where are Real Big fish from Orange County Orange County not even close to the Bay Area nowhere near it uh, also home of No Doubt which is another one of those bands which started out as a ska band and then they basically just became a pop band and they're not terrible either but it's bullshit to just bring up the most commercially popular bands when talking about a thing. But it, it is worse. It's worse, actually, because that would be actually relevant to a discussion to bring up the bands that were successful. It is not relevant to completely get the geography wrong of where whatever band is from that's Totally wrong. And also, Bay Area, Operation Ivy's from the Bay Area. Uh, Skank and Pickle. Love Skank and Pickle. They're from San Jose. Uh, Dancehall Crashers, also from that area. 
Uh, if you're a fan of Puffy Amiyumi, probably check out the Dancehall Crashers. Twin, uh, twin female vocals. Anyway, that was, uh, I thought that was important. And I hope I was right. Well, I mean, this is my show, right? Is anyone out there? Hello, my name's Jim. The show's called J-Pop vs. Metal. We're going to get back to uh, music. Yes. Let's do that.
last set for today ginger from the ukraine with retrospection from 2019 album macro which has some other songs that are literally about war the recent uh the other is it i won't i guess it's not a civil war now they had a civil war before this current war that was also bad and uh, they're going through some hard times over there. And uh, aren't uh, we all? Maybe not quite to that extent. But things are kind of bad out there. Try to keep it in perspective, I guess. Maron, Maron, oh, I'm sorry. Utadi Hikaru and who is it? I messed this guy's name up before. <sighs> Obokuru Nariaki. He was also on the song uh, uh, Tomodachi, which I played before, and I think I I, I misidentified him as the When Today uh, No Campanella guy. Um, he did some producing for that them he, he like produced a song or two but the uh, Wednesday Campanella guy is uh, what is he uh, Ken Mochi Hirifume they're not similar names at all not even not even close um, let's see before that was Gone Mage Master of Disgust title track from the new Gone Mage EP interesting Wario Wario based black metal Wario metal Boris before that Iselina from W just recently the most recent I guess the new one the newest one is not out yet the new heavy rocks heavy rocks 3 if you like is still they're still working on that i guess that's going to be a good one i think w is a, is a good one as well nice it's a laid back one and before that we heard the black dahlia murder with into the everblack from the everblack album uh r.i.p trevor sternod trevor St i don't know doesn't matter exactly how you pronounce his last name. Uh, he died and he killed himself apparently. And it's uh, some people are confused because uh, the band was uh, successful. They were doing pretty good. They were not a uh, top tier band for me and in terms of, of bands that I listened to. Uh, I never really thought of them that much, but I've been checking out the more recent albums because they were just like a metalcore band in the beginning and I was never into that style of those uh, when those metalcore bands started coming out I just kind of wasn't into that scene at all uh, but the recent uh, the most recent ones they put out are pretty it's pretty strong just death metal records and well, people are confused because it, it, this is just a guy that everybody liked. And I guess, um, I guess it's hard. It's not like 
he was playing a character, but like I guess when you are into that, when you're that guy who everybody just likes, it's hard to uh, admit you have a problem, perhaps. Which is not my problem. That's not my perspective. You see, see what we see what's going on right now? I have, I have issues, and it's known. It's just out there that I'm a mess, right? So I don't have a problem. That's not my problem. So I'm still here. That's why I'm still here. Um. Although maybe if I became successful, I'm not successful. I don't know if you noticed that, but I'm not successful at anything really. But um, maybe that would become a problem. I don't know. I don't have, it hasn't happened. So I don't know. I can't say for sure, but I'm just speculating here that maybe like he didn't feel like he could uh, tell anybody that he was having a problem, which is a way to say he was suicidal. My advice, don't kill yourself. That's all I got. I'm sorry. Ejo death.